Welcome to Catholic Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Alejandro Cervalli. Join me as I explore the plethora of knowledge of our faith. Together, we will look into Catholic fundamentals, break down the basics, the prayers, traditions, and practices used in our church to gain union with Christ. You and I are created in the image and likeness of God, including our minds. You must begin to open your heart to imitate the mindset of Jesus Christ. Catholic Mindset creates Catholic contents for Catholics looking to grow in their faith. You can follow me on social at Catholic Mindset Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Catholic Mindset. Today here we're with Christina Beck, you know, all the way from Spain. She's clearly doing a program she's going to tell us all about, but she's down here from, from from South Florida. She's the Catholic creator behind Caffeine with Christina, right? Where she has her tribe, as she just said before we started, of caffeinators, <laughs> you know? So, oh, yes. And we look forward to, to, um, to your story behind your projects and stuff. So how are you? How's Spain? It's amazing. It is different, but good different. I've met amazing people. I'm adjusting to the culture. Um, but yeah, so far, so good. We'll see what this year has in store for me here. This is pretty exciting. When you told me first that you were going to go to Spain to teach English for a year, I thought that was pretty exciting. It's always good to travel abroad and, and absorb all that culture and, and all, that, all those different people and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Tell us, how did that start? Why did you go to Spain? So, it was not part of the plan. <laughs> I <laughs> just plan. graduated. Yeah, I mean, I, there was no master plan, but it, <laughs> going to Spain to teach English was not on my radar. But I, so I studied at Florida International University, FIU in Miami. And I had, I was studying public relations, advertising, and applied communications with a minor in entrepreneurship. So I finished in three years because I did a lot of dual enrollment classes in high school. Um, I went to high school in Boca and, and yes, yeah, so I finished, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Like most young people, you know, you study something and you kind of think you like it or, you know, you're good at it, but you don't really know if you'd want to do it for the rest of your life or if you, you know, really actually enjoy what you studied. So anyway, I was just kind of looking for jobs that I somewhat would be interested in. And I applied to, as a content writer at Dynamic Catholic. I looked into, in different states, like I wasn't just combining myself to Florida. I looked at like creative, creative ad agencies. Um, but anyway, I applied and I didn't really get any of those jobs. Um, and my sister was also applying to this program called Medias, um, which is to teach English in Spain. And And I thought she was like, oh, you should do it. And I, I was like, why would I do that? Like, it's like, I didn't study education. I have no interest in wasting a year of my life. Like that was my attitude towards that. And then I was like, this is how I am. And then like a week later, I was like, oh, maybe I should do it. So then I applied and I got the job. Like within two months before leaving, I found out that I was going. So I had to get like all this paperwork and all this stuff ready. Um, so yeah, now I'm here in Sevilla, the south of Spain, where flamenco started. So that's this is that's where we are. People in the south are super fun and outgoing, and the weather's hot, so people are very giddy and awesome here. But yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. So I start in a week or so at this school. 
So the you said Medias is the name of the organization that does this. Medias, yep, English language assistance. Oh, English. Okay, so they they. But there's there's also German and French. Like there's you can be from different different places depending on what the schools need. And this organization focuses on attracting individuals like yourself from around the world to teach certain languages, or it's just part of their program. Um, yeah, so they, they, they look for people that can, like, you can have an education degree, um, or a degree in English, but you can also not have any of that. So depending on your level, they place you at a school, depending on what the school needs. So I know there's also, you can go to the U S and teach Spanish. I'm not really sure about that, but they have a bunch of stuff going on and, um, it's a great program. I was really happy with the process and how they've helped us like get here and get everything figured out. So yeah, very happy with them. And in, in a way, the cool thing is that when you're working, you're only speaking English in the school. That's one of the requirements. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easy. <laughs> it's like something that you have done your entire life. You never thought you can get paid for, <laughs> you know, it's like something so easy, you know, but um, I think what we get in return is much better than you know what we give you know because the culture is so different and like also learning from them and um just having so many new experiences it's it's like a no-brainer you know i have to ask you you said you minor in entrepreneurship yes right so as as an entrepreneur and and, and, I, and I, I always say and i tell them even though i have a full-time job you know i'm still an entrepreneur at heart and i take an entrepreneurial approach to my work especially mm-hmm. if i'm giving the freedom with my boss to do so. So yes. Why why am I an entrepreneurship? What's what's the what are some of those entrepreneurial ideas roaming around in Christina's head? I'm curious. Ah, <laughs> why not? I don't know. I mean I ever <laughs> since a kid, I was always super like forward. Like um I like my parents wouldn't for example, when I was younger my parents said um like I said, oh I want to get this. I want to get a turtle, a pet turtle. They're like, oh well how are you going to pay for that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, you'll pay for me. Like, right. <laughs> and they're like, no, um, you need to make your own money. So figure out how to do that. So then what I did was I started making flyers as like public relations, Christina coming out, like all these advertisements for my, to do dog walking or lemonade stands or babysitting. Like I made a bunch of flyers and I would put them in all of the mailboxes um, of the neighborhood. And I started making money little by little. Um, and I found out, this is a funny story. My parents always say it at family gatherings, um, is that I found out when I would say I'd walk your dog for $5, I realized, or I, I walk your, yeah, I'll walk your dog for $5. Not many people would do it because they didn't want to pay $5. So then I started putting, I'll walk your dog for free. But then when I would give them back their dog, they felt bad that they weren't paying me. So they would eventually give me $5. So it was interesting because my little brain thought, let's do it for free and they'll give me a tip. You know what I mean? So anyway, ever since I was young, I kind of had that, like, I love like new ideas and just going for things and guess like being in control, being in charge of it. You know, I never, I, I see myself working for myself and having my own company. I don't like, I can work for someone and learn and all that, but I, I definitely see myself, like, I definitely see myself as an entrepreneurial, like, like as an entrepreneur, you know? Um, and also just seeing, I mean, I have no idea what I would want, how I would want to carry that like you know I feel like the life 
once I gain experiences and know what I would want to start and or encourage or then that'll kick in. But for right now, um, I mean, my blog kind of has an entrepreneurial spirit. It's like something that I have a passion for. I don't really know where the brand is going, but as I grow and as life takes me, I'm going to see, you know, what could be of this and how it can help people. But yeah. And you mean, when you say your blog, you mean Caffeine with Christina? Caffeine with Christina on Instagram. Yep. It has a YouTube channel as well and a Wix site, but those are not as developed as the Instagram blog. Oh, we have a Wix site. Yes, we do. That's how it started, actually. Like an actual blog blog? Like you and you just write like an article about something and then it, it evolved into an Instagram? Yes, because I realized not many, like, I myself was not going to sit down and read someone's blog. So I realized, okay, if I'm not going to do it, no one's going to do it. So then I was like, I have to go to Instagram. You know, I was like, I'll just start writing there. I'll do videos there. Um, so yeah, that's basically how it is now. It's like, yeah, I like writing, but it's more for myself because I know many people aren't just going to sit down and read it. You know, it's going to, it's going to help that you like writing whenever you start pumping up my youtube videos or link your youtube videos to your blog then yeah. it's that description is going to be easy for you to instead of like i i can't even I, yeah writing a description for my videos are like ah but if it's natural yes. for you is going to help because it's going to help the algorithm to pick up your videos easier because there's a there's a description to it yes i've heard of that mm-hmm yeah. Once you finish and you have to write a description, you're like, oh, it's like, how do I summarize <laughs> this? How the heck do I summarize this in one little phrase? You know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's tough. I mean, I would say just write, you know, a paragraph or three for your yeah. blog. You know, I, I wouldn't you know one sent one sentence is more like for like essay. social media. Yeah, um, exactly. Like a liner. <laughs> Writes an essay for the description. <laughs> This is the description, but uh, <laughs> so how? Th- let's talk about the blog then. How how did it start? What was what? What's the inspiration behind caffeine with Christina? Well, as a <laughs> as a Catholic woman, it started with my relationship with God. So it was never so. Well, I have a video on my Instagram as as well on this. Um, so it'd be interesting to look back on that. But we'll link um, it. We'll link it. Yes, we'll link it. But um, it's when I was 18 is when the idea came to me. I'm 21 now. But when I was 18, before then, I liked watching YouTube videos of girls doing their makeup, their hair, their whatever. I saw all these influencers. I was like, wow, I want to be like them, like everyone nowadays. But um, now I know, obviously, that doesn't make you happy. And like, that's just, you know, it depends on what your attention is. And you constantly have to be rectifying that. Like, why do you want to be an influencer? Why do you want to but as a young kid, not knowing what I wanted in life, it's like, wow, they look like they're very happy. I want to be like them. You know what I mean? I want to, I want people to admire me. So that was kind of how I saw it. But then later, like as my relationship started growing with God when I was 18, like I always knew I kind of had the personality to have a blog or to help people in that way. So it was kind of like, I had the intention, but maybe it wasn't purified yet. You know what I mean? So then when I was 18, I remember I was just like thinking about my meaning in life, thinking about what God wanted of me. Um, and I had just recently found out what that was, but also sitting in front of the tabernacle praying, I, I remember asking God, like, do you want me to start a YouTube channel? Like, 
I don't know what you want me to do. Like, is it something that you want? Like, I don't want to do it just to do it or an Instagram blog. And, and then I remember him saying, just like, yeah, go for it. Like, why not? Like, do it, do it. Like you can do it. So then I started it little by little is when I like, yeah, when I freshman year of high school, I mean, college is when I, when I started posting more, I did the Wix side, I did Instagram. So little by little, it's grown. I started with like 75 followers. Now I have like, I think 700, 700, which is not a crazy amount, but it's, it's little by little is where the growth is. It's not about the numbers. It's about the people you help. Exactly. 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 And your growth again is on on what channel you said you, you saw that growth. Um, on caffeine with Christina on the Instagram blog. Okay. Yeah. But that's great. That's how it is. That's how it is. You're going to slowly. That's awesome. And I've seen your stuff. I've seen your stuff. You, I believe that you definitely do have what it takes to, to go out there. You just, you just, boom, you just bring up that phone and you start sharing what your experience for that day was, which is, which is easier instead of having to like, you plan something and then you write it and you know, it's okay. And then it's like this whole like world domination strategy for just, you know, 30 seconds. But that's the idea of, of social media content. You just pop up your phone, your phone, and then you do what you do best. Yes. But it's sometimes it's hard because it's like, wait, why am I posting this? You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to really rectify the intention. Like, am I just posting this because it makes this filter makes me look nice and I want X so-and-so to see it or X so-and-so to know this or, you know what I mean? It's like interesting because it's like sometimes when I go to post something, I'm like, why am I posting it? Is this really going to help people? And does God want me to post it? You know what I mean? Because it's like very easy just to like make it about yourself, especially being like, if you're talking about faith and, and you're talking about religion, it's like, you don't want to make it about yourself. It's not about yourself, you know? So it's like interesting. Cause it's like, even like, if, even though the gift comes naturally, it's like, okay, but why am I doing this? You know, like, is it, I don't want to make it about myself. And that was something when I started, like, I don't, I remember thinking like, I don't want to continue doing this if you don't want it, God, you know, because I don't want this to take me away from you. Like this is supposed to bring people to you and not make it about me. So that's been the constant, like, I don't know how I got into that, but yeah. No, this is good. I was, my, my next question following what you're saying is how do you, for those that are looking into creating more content, you know, Catholic-based content, uh, how do you have that conversation with God and you say, hey, do you want me to post this today? Is this the right message? Can you, can you elaborate a little bit of that? How do you, how do you, you're, you're you're asking for guidance and then you, you receive an answer. How does that conversation go? So, I mean, if you make time for God every single day, you will learn how to hear him better, so to say. And you'll know when there's like a lack of peace, like, you know, it's like, you kind of, you just have this gut feeling of that was about me. Like, you know what I mean, Mary, that wasn't that wasn't what God wanted, but sometimes you really don't know. And so it's interesting. Sometimes when I don't really know, I post it or usually it's when I'm praying and then this, I'm like, wow, like that really hit me. That really helped me. This may help someone else. That's when I post it usually. And, and sometimes I'm like, Lord, that it be what you want, you know, and just like post it and try to forget about it. Cause I find myself always like re re looking at the stories and looking at what people are saying and seeing and but usually it's also good feedback. Like when I see I post it and a lot of people are like, wow, like that really helped me. Wow. Like, thank you so much for sharing that. That's when I'm like, okay, like 
it's helping people. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't just for me, you know, like that inspiration that I got was not for me. It was for me and X, X, Y, Z, you know, but usually it's not necessarily like a, I hear him speaking. It's just like a piece. Like, yeah. you know, it's like a, they, I mean, they say God, um, God speaks, his language is silence. So if you want to hear that voice more, you got to spend more time with him in silence, you know, and I'm guilty of not always doing that. So don't think that, you know, I'm just uh, the whisperer of God speaking <laughs> to me. No, I, there's many times where I'm confused and have no idea what I'm doing. So, yeah. It makes sense. I, I like it. I like it. So if, if it helps you, then you post it. That's, that's a good sign. And then sometimes you're not fully sure, but you never know it's going to help someone else because at the end, as you grow your tribe, you know, the needs will, will vary. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there might be times that you connect with certain individuals in your tribe right away, but you might create content that maybe you're not sure, but it definitely will help someone else because it'll touch them in, in, in a particular, their heart in a particular way. So it makes exactly. Sense. And also like maybe my personality and my way of being may not reach everyone. So I, that's something that I've come to account to as well. It's like maybe something that will help me may not help someone else that's following me you know, but the people that understand me, like, you know, and and like my way of being like my way of looking at things are going to really resonate with my content, you know, whereas and it's not like I'm trying to reach absolutely everyone, you know, I'm I'm not, you know, I don't really have a specific target audience. But I think that like, there's moms that follow me, there's guys that follow me that like, but I think I obviously (laughs) I follow you (laughs) caffeinator. But it's like, I don't know, I think. I don't know. I don't really know. I think God is just helping me reach the people he wants to reach you know like and every time I meet someone new even if they're not Catholic I tell them about my blog you know just so that they can see a different perspective on life and and see that there's good people out there you know um and that are doing things that are worthwhile and with purpose you know like I think a lot of people are shocked when when they see someone that's so like um going for something so strongly like you know like they believe in it because there's not many people nowadays that are willing to like basically die to do something like that or um willing to that that believe in something so much that they're willing to publicly um speak about it all the time or or identify with it you know they don't want to be categorized mm -hmm, or placed in like a box but then again it's like well the people that are placing in a box aren't really loving you for who you are you know what I mean so it's like very interesting it's like this is who I am like encouraging people to be authentic and who they are, you know, and that eventually the people that are meant to be in their life will accept and love them that way, you know, even if they are, even if they are not, um, if they don't see life in the same perspective as you, you know, like, it's not about being friends with the same people that think exactly like you and like exactly things that you like. It's like, no, it's like being myself, but finding people that embrace and celebrate who I am and that I can do that for them too, you know? And it makes more for, uh, I would say, a more genuine connect friendship if if your friends know or, or people around you know that this is the things that you're doing and that's who you are instead of just giving them only a portion of you because you know it's acceptable or whatever yeah the filter uh-huh exactly and I don't know if it's happened to you but having this Catholic podcast of mine and you with your with your Instagram blog uh it's easier too to insert 
the faith in the conversation because like, oh, what do you do? Well, you know, I, I, I work in government and then I also have podcasts. And then the natural question is, oh, what are your podcasts about? Well, I have one on, on Key Biscayne. I have one on, on Miami, Miami International Relations and I have my Catholic podcast, right? So yeah, I'm on the same page. And then sometimes that leads to, oh, you know, it's like, what is, and then we start talking about the, the podcast or, you know, why the Catholic podcast and what do I do in it? Because it, it, it prompts more questions about what, what's, what's yes. about, right? So it's yes. nice to get the conversation started on faith based on that. And sometimes people will just start talking about their faith and what they think or they agree, disagree, and it leads to a conversation. I don't know. I just exactly. find it easy to be like, are you Catholic? You want to have a conversation about faith? <laughs> exactly. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's very interesting and very fun to do that and like respect each other, but also like uh -huh. learn from one another. I think it's hard for me though, because so I, I'm a very, I'm stubborn. I'm just going to say it like that. I'm stubborn. And when I believe in something, I believe in it very strongly, unless someone has a really, really good argument for me to think otherwise. So it's like interesting because I, when I, I'm learning a lot about friendship nowadays and also just like being friends with people that don't think the same way as you. Mm -hmm. And it's been like very interesting to think, how can I have someone have a, such a strong friendship with someone that doesn't understand a huge aspect of my life, you know, but slowly but surely, I feel like God is working in my life and, and putting people in my life to see that, no, it is possible. And there is good people out there that don't think the same way as you do and that you can learn a lot from. So um, I don't know where I was getting with that, but yeah. Oh no. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So like when you have a strong conversation, it's like, Oh, I believe in this. And the other person says, I believe in this. Or whatever and it's like oh, okay like we don't think the same way but that's okay like i like i'm happy that that makes you happy and that you can unless obviously there's something morally incorrect i will tell that friend but um i think that it's something that we need to embrace more is accepting and loving people where they're at and like if they genuinely help you to be better and like reach your goal in your life and not it being about them forcing your views on them but there can be many we can learn a lot more and have a lot more friends you know that don't think the same way as we do and, and it'd be okay and healthy and and wholesome you know oh, i agree i think the, i think the idea is to to find people i mean no there are people out there that can have a conversation about different ideas or different ideologies or beliefs and have a normal conversation and you can still develop friendships with with those people i mean i i i say that most of my friends don't see the don't think or believe in the same things that I do. And that's fine. As long as we respect each other, they're still super good friends of mine. You know, they're super, super good friends. I see them on a regular, we have different opinions, but we have this friendship. Can we do that with more people? It's easier when you grew up with these friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you can still find new people as you go in this journey, maybe there in Spain. Yeah. There's plenty of people that, that will want to develop a relationship with you. And like you said at the beginning, care about you in, in, in a more wholesome approach. You give them, yeah. this is what I do. I am super devoted to my faith, you know, and I do this, this, and that, and this is me. Yeah. Um, and it takes someone that's selfless. Like, you know what I mean? It's like not having like, and also me, like when I'm friends with someone who doesn't think the same way as me, I'm like, wait, am I having ulterior motives? You know, do I just want to convert her or <laughs> do I just want to make her like you know it's hard because it's like when you when you have such a strong relationship with god you're like wow i want this for everyone uh. but it's like okay but what does this person need like you know what i mean it's like maybe this friend of mine just needs me to listen to her 
and love her the way that she is and hopefully and just pray eventually at one point that maybe she can meet God. You know what I mean? And if that doesn't happen, it's okay. It's in God's providence. You know what I mean? But that I, that I be a good friend to her, you know, and and not be anything else, you know, because just being a good friend can be an encounter with God for someone, you know, because there's not many good friends nowadays. So it's very interesting. Um, But yeah, working with God in your friendships as well. Like, like I remember someone giving me the idea of praying for your friends. And honestly, I don't always do it, but it's like, wow, like I've noticed this friend is a little more down instead of just leaving it there bring it to God in your prayer and be like, Oh, like, Lord, I've realized this friend is really down. Like, what does she need from me? Like, you know what I mean? Does she need me to bring her a soup? Does she need me to text her, say hello? Does she need to talk to me for hours on the phone and cry? Like, what is it that she needs? And he'll help you, you know, and maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just praying for her. You know, it's like, but being a good friend starts by being a good friend to God, to Jesus and having and fostering that friendship. So anywho, yeah yeah i like <laughs> <was> it <laughs> no no it, it's perfect because i i agree with you i there are friends of mine for example that don't don't believe or don't have the lord in their lives and like you you know it's like i i feel like this awesomeness should be for everyone right yeah. but how do you how do you do it how do you do it so just by being there you know sometimes i'm okay i'm gonna go see this friend because you know he or she needs something or whatever or needs to be listened to, or just be with them, or have a genuine friendship, because you know that X person is a great person, is a beautiful human being, you know, and they could definitely benefit by getting to know the Lord, but how do you do it, right? Uh, So example, like, they know that I'm super Catholic, they know that all the things that I do, so it could be as simple as, hey, I'm here hanging out, but I need to go to Mass afterwards, so they even though it may not be like in your face they still think about yeah. it you know it's still exactly it's like a subtle like oh okay so it's by example it's by example but you're just living your life and like i feel like you living your life authentically and and close to our lord like eventually when they have a problem they're going to come running to you because they know that you have that stability and that peace in your life that they can't find you know so yep so talking about your tribe, caffeinators, where did that, yes. where did that name come from? So I love coffee. I don't need coffee. I feel like my personality in itself is caffeinated, but um, we, it was basically, I was at a family gathering with my brother-in-law and he, we were talking, he was like, yeah, like, like this was around the time where I thought, okay, I'm going to start my blog. I'm going to start something. I started talking about it with them and my family, like, um, party and he was like yeah like you should just call it caffeine with christina i mean you love talking about your faith and drinking a cup of coffee so call it caffeine with christina and i was like i think you're on to something i was like that's a really good name so that's basically how it started i give him creds for that like i'd say like 95 <laughs> percent. that was all my brother-in-law so yep you know caffeine with christina sounds like a good podcast name i know <laughs> who knows maybe for future maybe, maybe yeah i was thinking about that we'll see we'll see what what god has in store if he wants me to do that and i'll do it we'll see we'll see well if the call comes you know who to reach out to for you know how to get started yes not because not because (laughs) i know what i'm not (laughs) (laughs) the whole setup i mean the whole setup i mean i got you i got you (laughs) but uh cool 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 so is 
is there a structure to it? I know we've been we've been we've been touching on it throughout this conversation, but in your mind, is there like a a structure or a future? What do you have in mind for your for for cafe so, with Christina? So I I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. I don't Perfect. know. Um, my goal is to help people and to share my life and it be an outlet for me as well. Um, because I honestly, like, I, I love our Lord so much that like, I want everyone to, to find their identity in him and be their unique, authentic self. And so just as of now, I just love sharing what happens to me and that it helps other people. Um, and if opportunities come and I get to speak in places or, um, write for people or, you know, I think that would be my next kind of step, like maybe writing for other companies um, that um, like I, someone recently reached out to me to write a blog for their Catholic um, blog. And so I'm thinking, okay, these opportunities come, that's kind of where it would go. Um, and before I die, I'd probably want to write a book or something. Um, but I, when I was younger, I always thought that I see myself speaking in front of crowds and stuff like that. I don't know if that's what God has in store, but um I'm definitely speaking to masses, you know, like on Instagram, that's a lot of people that you're speaking to. So um, as of now, I'm happy with that. Um, in school, I learned a lot how to do like social media management content, stuff like that. So I have like applied a lot of those things, but I'm not going to lie. I've not been consistent. I'm not a very consistent person, but I've been trying to be, you know, I used to have like a content calendar, a bunch of hashtags that I would put with each one so that people can find my blog. Oh. Um, I would try to incorporate more videos, um, hop on the trends to make it more, you know, attractive, but mostly it's just Instagram stories. And I love music. I put the music that I'm listening to that I like with a quote that I like that I think people would like as well, or an inspiration that I'd like. Um, but coffee, I always kind of post pictures of coffee or food, but it's very much normal, like a lifestyle blog that, that incorporates good inspo you know um but yeah there's no structure as of now but i would like to start hopping on more of a structure well this i started here in spain that each week i was going to do a live about what i've learned each week so that's like a way of um a new kind of schedule i have for my blog um but yeah i haven't been posting a lot usually posts are more for growing your account stories are more just for growing your tribe that you already have so I haven't gained many followers through posts that I've written recently, but I think word of mouth has really grown my blog. Um, friends of friends um, that have told them they like my blog. So it's like, if there's no necessity to be posting, I usually do stories. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So I like that. So stories is to grow or, or nourish the tribe. And then yeah. posts, like an actual post is to grow the Instagram. Yes. Oh. yes so that people usually find your posts that don't follow you like someone that doesn't follow you won't see your story like there's no way of them finding your story so posts are usually the ones that get people that are not from your blog and usually they find you through hashtags or if someone shares it or puts it on their story they have a chance to see so if someone someone that someone reposts your post on their story you're getting all exposure from all of their followers you know what i'm saying so it's so posting is usually what grows your 
grows your community. Huh. Look at that. Or word of mouth. I know. Oh. Get a little tips and tricks. <laughs> but the thing is, I haven't, I haven't been posting. So it's like, well, <laughs> that's why it's good to have a content calendar to be posting, you know. And it helps. It helps. It helps if you, if you have a content calendar and you have a, like a, you can schedule it. So it posts, yes. it posts at on the time own. that people are on, especially in like to see when people are on your account the most, when they're most active, when you want to post and you can figure that out in the settings on Instagram on analytics and Insta analyst analytics, I think it's called. So There's, yeah. Huh? No, no, no. You go. So what would you say to someone that wants to get started sharing their faith online? I'd say first, see if it's what God wants. Hmm. Um, I'd say second, why do you want to do it? Like really get to the root. Like, am I doing this for myself? Do I want attention? Do I want, like, is this going to bring me good or is it going to take me away from God? Like, get, like examining your conscience before you're starting. Um, and if you go for it, go all the way. Okay. Like don't give halves, you know, and mm, maybe number four, I'd say, your priority should be your relationship with God. Because if if that's what your content is and you don't put him first, you might end up leading a lot of people away from him. It's true. That's true. I like that. So we have, see if it's something that God wants. Understand why you're doing it. Make sure you have the right, the right mindset behind it. Right? The intention. Mm-hmm. The intention. Uh, no, no halves, no halfsies all the way. <laughs> and the priority with, with, with the Lord is, is, is the must. That's, that's the goal to develop that relationship with the Lord. Okay. I like that. Those are great, great, uh, great points. And mm. which social media or approach you think would be the the best or the easiest or the smoothest or what would you recommend if you were to start mm. should we start with a blog like just like you did or should we just start with instagram directly it depends on your audience um if you're trying to reach young people i would definitely say instagram tiktok you know um that's where most young people are um if you want to reach an older crowd facebook um facebook YouTube, maybe even LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, is social media. So if you want to reach more of a professional millennial, I'd say LinkedIn could be a good, a good option. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have TikTok, but honestly, TikTok, there's a lot of Catholic influencers on TikTok. Um, so yeah, it depends on who you're trying to reach. Me, I don't have a specific target, but I'm young. So I, I think that I would appeal from young to young people. So that's why Instagram was, I mean, I saw myself always on Instagram. So I'm like, if I'm going to reach people like me, it's going to be on Instagram. Okay. All right. Yeah. I am. Um, my godson has a show on a channel called um, Maria Vision USA. Oh, okay. And um, he invited me once and, and I was his first guest. And we we're talking about uh, two things that I did. I did a topic on grace and he wanted to talk about about my talk on grace and, and the definition mm-hmm. of grace and then on my podcast and then we it was it's an hour long and it's live wow so we're running out of we we're running out of time and then we we're talking about 
also I was also I'm developing a a topic on forgiveness. Oh. But on forgiveness of self, you know, like how, how a lot of people oh. go, go to confession and they're forgiven by God, but then they don't they don't forgive themselves. It's like doesn't make yeah. sense. And yeah. it came out of um I was at a re- I was in a retreat um for for the for young adults and that topic kept coming up in different conversations like oh I would like God to help me forgive myself for and I was like you know in, in my mind it's like that's easy but <laughs> so I know. put it together I know. I know and I feel like there's a lot of psychology behind that too like how we grew up and like how we were raised you know and how we were taught to treat ourselves and I think that's something that I've been growing and like healing so to say on like I like hypercriticalness of self like God is not like if I missed mass one day or if I missed my prayer and it was out of laziness like to say Lord I'm sorry tomorrow I'm going to try to be better but that he's not behind me thinking you're such a bad person why didn't you do it now you're going to go to hell like you're like all these things that you're like <laughs> not, I don't say myself like you're going to go to hell but it's like wow I'm such a bad person like I'm, I can't believe it like and then you get super down on yourself but I'm like that does not come from God. That is mm. the devil or our own self-critical spirit. You know, it's like, this is, then you make it about yourself and your own perfection. And you don't make it about a person. Like you don't make it about, well, wow, like, I'm sorry, I was bad there. And, or I wasn't bad. I, I could have loved you more and I didn't, you know, but tomorrow's a new day and I can love you more and better. And it's okay. Like not like being free from, from being perfect. You know what I mean? It's like, God does not want perfection. Like he just wants you to try like, you know, and that's something so hard to believe because we feel like, like they say, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Jesus said that, but it's not necessary. Like it wasn't that literal. Like he knows we're never going to be perfect Mm. and that we won't ever be perfect, but it's trying, you know? So yes, I, I understand that. It's like trying to say no to that voice in your head that tells you like that you are not forgiven you know, it's like, it's a, an act of trust and faith to tell our Lord, Lord, I know that you, you forgave me and I know that it's okay. And I can try better and that you love me anyway. And like, keep going. It takes an act of, of faith and trust you know, to Amen. let go of that. No, you, you got it. You got it. And, uh, mm-hmm. what, well, so yes. So what, what my suggestions for people that wanted to start on social media is like, there's many ways, yes. right. You many. can, you can do what you do, which is just bring up that phone and talking to it there is this approach which is the podcast approach there's even like even reposting accounts you could if you're a big fan of images or 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 saints and their messages you could start an instagram reposting account but yep but there's many ways to approach but i really like what you were saying about um about the forgiveness aspect of it but yes i yeah i I have not thought about the upbringing of one person yes there's a lot to do there's an account called catholic psych who i'm sure you've heard of him but he's a psychologist um and he's catholic and he says that the church has a lot of work to do and you know reaching the psychological aspect of the human being and like when god came for us he came for every part of us you know and Mm -hmm. that our mind is included in that and i feel like there's not many he, he talks about that there's not many resources to reach that part of us, you know, and, and how it affects, you know, our relationship with God and how we see ourselves and how we interact with others. So I myself have been, you know, working on a lot of that stuff and recognizing it and seeing it, how it affects me, how I see God, how I see myself. So, so cool. it's very interesting. Catholic psych. Catholic psych. He has a podcast. It's not called Catholic psych though. 
I think it's called oh. um, We Are Human. Or if you go to his Catholic Psych Instagram blog, you'll see. Um, he has like a link to it, but very good content. Um, there's also these three girls in Mexico called their blog, their podcast is called Amarasi. Um, and they are, I believe one or two of them, maybe all of them are psychologists and they, they have a good topic of conversation as well. Um, and I think a lot of things nowadays is that people don't know who they are. They don't know their identity. Um, and a part of that has, it's like, it's mind work. You know what I mean? Like re, re, rethinking who we are, who God called us to be and going forward with that, you know, despite what people think, um, and, and yeah. I love it. No, I did not know about this. I mean, one of the reasons I called my podcast Catholic Mindset is because I was listening to a, a talk by uh, Bishop Barron. He was, you Ooh, know, he's, he's yeah. got all his content and he starts talking about how we are created in the image and likeness of God. Something that you would grow up, you know, as, as, as a credo Catholic, you're like, yeah, I know that, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then he stops and he says, including our minds. So I guess, I guess I've always been thinking about, yeah, I'm created in the image and likeness of God, but it's been a standard. And it was like, oh, I look at myself in the mirror. Okay. So we're similar in a way. And then, but uh -huh, I never really, like, <laughs> right. But I never really like thought about like, you know, here. So I, yes. I don't know. It hit yes. me in a way. And I was like, so what does that yeah. mean? You know, what does that mean yeah. when we, when we go through, through through our, our practices or mass or or, or yeah. the readings are we really thinking about like what is the mindset that we should keep you know yes. in order to be good catholics mm -hmm. like or like what does it mean now when we say we have to be an imitation of christ or try to be that is it just in our physical way of helping people but what what was christ thinking when he was going through this process when he says you have to forgive wow well, well, sorry you have to forgive yeah. where is christ's mindset when he says you have to forgive, where is that coming from? I don't know. It's different. It's different now. I liked it. I liked his description. And I was like, we need yes. more of that to, to try to imitate the Lord. And also in the way that he could be thinking about a topic, like, what does it mean when, when he loves? And there's so much, it's just the beginning. There's so much. Yeah. And what I really liked was that this last podcast, I put it on my story, I reposted it because I listened to it and it helped me so much. It was, it was from Catholic psych and it was on identity. Um, cause when you move to a new country and everything, it's like, you kind of question your identity, even though it should always be stable. You're like, you know, I'm a daughter of God and he loves me so much and I don't have to be anything else but that. But when you move to a new country and everything's new, everything's different. You're like, oh my gosh, who am I? So like this, this really did help me. And it, what it talked about was like not judging yourself and like, and loving every part of yourself. Like, and it's not like a love yourself culture. Like you're the only one that you need to love and like F everybody else. It's like, no, it's not that it's like loving yourself because God created you and that you should be in awe every time you look at yourself in the mirror and how you are, your humor, your personality, like you should love yourself because if you don't love every part of yourself, you're not able to love your neighbor in every part of it. Like, however they are, you know, if they're timid, if they're whatever, like, however they are, like no judgment. Like if, if you love yourself, like, for example, coming here, like I kept like judging myself, like, oh, why am I not adapting so easily? Why am I thinking this? Why am I insecure? Why am I whatever? Instead of saying why, be like, wow, like that's a part that God created me with, created me with, and that it's good. You know what I mean? Like, not why. Be like, no, great. I accept these thoughts. I accept, unless they're bad thoughts, obviously, and they don't, and they're sinful. 
You're like, no, I accept these thoughts. I accept who I am. I accept the way I think. And that's good. You know what I mean? It's like, and so in, like, in working with yourself with that, like your self-dialogue, you're able to love others more fully, authentically, and wholesomely. Like, you know, and I mean, I am on, I'm not a pro at it, but that's something I'm working on right now. And that has been so free. So. Yeah, that's, that's what our lives are. It's a journey. It's a journey in, in our faith and in Christ and, and trying to perfect that. And it's, it's fun in a way as you grow and you learn and you discover and you read and it's, you keep adding to your faith. It's, it's very fulfilling and fruitful. So. Yes. So I like what you were saying about, about the, the self-love. I mean, there's, there's something that I, that I say in my, to my friends and stuff. Imagine if I read it somewhere, imagine if you loved yourself the way that the Lord loved you, what, what does that mean? You know, what would that mean for you? I, yeah. I would find it very freeing, very awesome, very like, so you grab that and you could do that with others as well. It's, it's a different kind of way of thinking. Exactly. Cause like, I guess like when you don't love yourself, you're kind of trying to draw this love from somewhere else and trying to give it, but you ultimately get exhausted. You know what I mean? It, it kind of feels not as real, you know, it's not as fulfilling because it's like, you're trying to love others, but you don't love yourself. So it's not a whole, you're not giving your all because you can't, but it's not something bad. It's just something to discover and realize and grow in, you know, because we're never going to be perfect. We're always going to have some stuff to grow in, but um, this was pretty mind blowing for me recently. And I'm still trying to work on it. And like, I think this has been something like our Lord has been like hammering with me with, like, I went to the power of personhood event, which is where I saw actually Catholics, like we did a live podcast with this, with this other podcast called the power of person. Um, is it called the power of person? No, it's Luma Vitae, but the, the episode was called power of personhood. And so I went, I didn't think like a friend of a friend invited me. And I honestly wasn't interested in going, but I went and I invited two people. And for us, it was like, wow. Like, I didn't even know I had to work on that. I didn't even know that I didn't love myself. I didn't even know that I didn't accept myself, but like, it's like, and so that was just the beginning. And then like later it's like spiritual direction. It's like, love yourself. Love it. Like, like I've been hearing it a lot, a lot, a lot. So it's like interesting how, like when God is trying to help you work on something, it's like, he reiterates it and you think that you've already worked on it. You think you've already grown in it, but he's like, no, you can go deeper. You can go deeper. And so, yeah, it's like just being in tune with what God wants you to grow in because again, we're never going to be perfect and we're never going to get to the point where we're like, okay, I'm done growing. <laughs> I'm done. I'm perfect now. Everyone's going to like me uh, and I have no good. problems. Like <laughs> it won't happen. Like, you know, and that's something I need to continue to tell myself too, you know, like, so like even if nobody likes me at least I like myself and I know God loves me infinitely like you know what I mean like that's the goal like being so secure in yourself and who you are in front of God that it doesn't matter like what people think and I think especially in Latino culture you grow up thinking what people are thinking of you and who you are and it's just like it's so toxic like it's so toxic especially social media and all that so anyway yes (laughs) <laughs> I like it. I like, and it's so important too, because it's going to, it's going to take you, it's going to help you grow and elevate you to, to a level where I'm, I, I want to say that God wants his, his people to be, he wants us to be at a, at a strong level where we can be those prophets. We can be in, and, and share the faith and, and live it 
in a joyful way instead of being like, oh no, I feel this way or whatever and struggling with these things that we can just destroy, get to a level and then really be lights of our faith and shining all yes. over the place. But like you will like, I can see, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, the level that the level God wants you to be at, you will shine light. Because it's interesting. I remember reading something. It's like, if you are working exactly on what God wants you to work in, you will shed light because that's exactly what he is letting you see that you need to work on and grow in. Like you, you don't, don't try to be anywhere else except where God wants you to be. Like, you know what I mean? Because then we're doing what we want. And ultimately it's not going to shed light, you know, because it's not what God wants. It's like, where does God want me to be on? And am I giving my all in this? And if I do, there's going to be, I'm going to be defective. I'm going to make mistakes. But if I'm there, because I'm in his, I'm, I'm doing his will. I will shed light. So it's about just being in tune with him every step of the way, every step of the way, because that's how we're going to shed light because we're never going to be perfect again. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not about just racing and being the one that has everything put together and knows everything. It's about what does God want me to be? Is this what I'm doing? Okay. And that it being a step with him, you know? I like it. So I know that we're running out of time and this has been an amazing conversation. I have one more question for you. What is your favorite part about your faith? My favorite part of my faith, I think, would be just having a relationship with God and growing with him and that it being something so personal, so unique, and that it makes you feel so known, loved, and gives you so much security. You know, it's like it's your everything. It's everything. So, yeah, I'd say that just having that personal relationship where you're known so well, like so, 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 so well, more than we know ourselves, more than our parents know us like he he knows us the best so i think my favorite part is that just being understood you know awesome christina this has been an amazing conversation thank you so much for sharing uh the story Yay. behind caffeine with christina and i'm happy to be a caffeinator even though <laughs> even though i can't drink coffee but it doesn't mean <laughs> decaf decaf no decaf, okay <laughs> Thank you so much, Christina. I appreciate it. No, thank you. This is so great. I'm so glad to hop on this podcast and see it grow as well and and encourage each other to, to be light to many people. <laughs> <laughs>